0: Hey guys, before we start, I have a little announcement to make. There's a link to a survey in the show notes of this episode. I request you to please fill the survey and it will not take more than 10 minutes. The results will help me understand what kind of content you guys like and I'll make sure to improve that in season 2. Again, links to the survey is in the show notes below. Thank you and let's continue with the episode. hello and welcome to elements of design a podcast where i interview design leaders mentors influencers and evangelists and talk to them about their design journey how to be a better designer and the future of design in india i am your host Manamadhan, a ux designer based out of new delhi india my guest today is akash chandan akash is a designer and researcher at dunzo and he specializes in something called social design which is a field that is involved in how design impacts social lives. He's also done his post-graduation from National Institute of Design. And in this episode, we'll talk about what is social design, how social design helps in creating better digital products, what people learn in design school, and how a self-taught designer and a design graduate collaborate without a friction within a company. So let's welcome Akash to our show. Hey, Kash, Hi, welcome to Elements of Design. Hey, hi, man. Thanks a lot for having me. You're currently working at Dunzo as a UX researcher. And uh, looking at your work on LinkedIn, you have worked in like various uh, companies and different kind of work. One of the things that I picked up from there was social design. Take us to what uh, your design journey is like and then we'll transition into what is social design and what is the difference between digital design and social design?
1: So I was born and brought up in a small town. Um, a small town in Shimoga, in Karnataka, where I, my dad runs a printing press. So the whole understanding of design comes from a very early age, even though not knowing that is design. Then I went on to study engineering in computer science, where I was very keen on learning about conceptual side of computer science, quite theoretical in a way. And with my engineering, finally a project, me and my friend did this, um, uh, Image processing project where we put a camera on a chessboard and we mapped every image after the move and we realized uh, this can be narrated into an audio file, like you know H3 to H5, which is great for blind chess uh, players because it's very difficult for them to understand what's happening in a game. During this project, I went to blind schools. I spoke to uh, people who are you know visually impaired which led me to realize empathizing is very difficult and uh, understanding of en- solving problems through just engineering is not going to cut it with these two enough uh, kind of experience. I got to know of design school called national Zero design Banger, and there was something called interaction design, which I didn't know. I was uh, selected. I got into this college where suddenly this whole ideas that I had in my engineering colleges were kind of, you know, questioned on feasibility. I could explore them they kind of gave an idea you know what it's okay go about this try this out. see if it works kind of um environment which led me to take up a lot of conceptual projects that i always had in my mind and explore on that and see till what time till what level does it really stand true um the unnecessary creativity which keeps on bubbling kind of uh, gets very filtered when you have a complete 100 percent creativity right after design school i kind of Realized uh, I need to understand the complexity of Indianness more, because my internship project was about designing a security camera, where I just didn't get into designing a security camera. I started actually understanding how does sense of security and surveillance and privacy look in Indian homes. So when you kind of call a question like this, you actually understand how does the, this product is going to change the relationship of an Indian family um so aspects like that contextual design cultural beliefs starts to kick in and you start realizing the the social design and digital design kind of problems that you know the interface or icons can't really solve them you need to really put thought through uh solutions i have this genuine interest in understanding society but i don't know how i watched a lot of videos podcasts, but it was not just structured so i felt a need to go and study and i was not in a position to start another master or a PhD, I came across this fellowship in Bangalore at a college called Indian Institute of Human Settlements. This was a fellowship called Urban Fellowship, where a multidisciplinary batch are trained in everything and whatever field interests them, they can pick it up and continue to work. It's all about cities, understanding how cities work. The closest thing I could relate and the work which is relevant at that time was still is Informal economy, platform economy, which means when a platform employs people on a temporary basis, which is what Uber, Hola, Swiggy, Dunzo, Zomato, um, Urban Clap, all these people, where service providers for a platform. When you work on the social design from an academic side, you end up kind of blaming or criticizing technology a lot because it's doing very unfavorable things for profit. But I as someone who has come from technology, I had to see the other side of the coin. That's why I had to work with a company which is dealing with this. So, hence I chose Dunzo. So, from there I've been looking at mostly partner side, merchant, user. Now the team is growing. Um, but right now my current work is interesting because every time we think of a feature, not in terms of just the UI or the IA or the flow. You also in terms of algorithms, like what is the delay in you giving a task to the partner? What happens when a partner goes out of his area? Do we pay him back to come or does he come back on his own? So these are very moral questions. Sometimes you need to make sure what on what angles are you really deciding?
0: What I wanted to know is what exactly is social design? I mean, I mean if you have to provide a definition to it. I don't know about definitions. I'm going to talk about examples that I've seen in my work. I hope that connects much
1: better. When I was talking about security camera, right? Uh, That's a digital product. You have a camera, you have an app to look at it. Now, when a parent who I interviewed told, I don't want my kid to find blind spots in in her house. Because if we go out and if she's watching TV and we know that she's watching TV, I'll come back and blame her. Now, either I choose not to blame, which is difficult for me, or the kid chooses not to reveal it to me by finding blind spots or when an, when a housewife told I don't like this product because what if me and my mother in law are having an argument in that argument, maybe she is right, or maybe I am right, but everything goes on record now, when my husband listens to this, this might impact a lot for my relationship, even though me and my mother in law settle it, my husband will always have the recording. I don't want a recording of these things because it can always be used against or used in another argument or a fight. Now you have to understand what exactly is this changing. Another really interesting insight was Indian homes. Architectures are not done for like a lot of privacy. It's a very open space. It's also space constraint. Now a user, a person who I interviewed said, my house is in a way the bathroom, the hall lies between bathroom and bedroom. Now, where do I keep this camera? If I keep this camera next to the TV, what if I see my parents or my siblings cross from bathroom to the bedroom while they're under underdressed or un- inappropriately dressed, it gets recorded. Now, when you're pitching uh, option, like uh, I can actually, you know, give you a lot of visibility of your home, you can be connected to your family a lot. You have to consider these factors, which are very Indian. Hmm. So being sensitive about aspects of gender privacy. Class, community, caste, um, so many nuances of Indian society is where digital design kind of
0: makes a big difference in social design. Since you are from a design school, right? take us through what actually is design school. What do do you guys actually learn and how can in a team, if a person is from a design school and a person from a person who is a self-taught designer, they can collaborate without any friction. Every design school graduate is a self thought designer before the design school. Like I was a self thought designer before
1: I went to a design school. So I am most of the most of the time it's a self thought designer who actually went through like a training. Um, Second, what is a design school? Now, design school from my perspective is a building, which one puts all the really interesting self thought designers together. And gives them knowledge in a structured format creates an environment to collaborate and discuss and grow this is basically what happens in a design school now if you are able to create these three impact in any place that's a design school but the challenges are one to find the self taught designers who are really interested what actually design school does is when first of all when people who apply for school have this hunger to learn Right, it, that hunger to learn and the ability to learn will be matched and they'll be like, you know what, I see a potential in you. I can actually train you much better and I see a lot of work but needs a lot of training and they kind of select and they put them together. So a lot of 90% of your design school learning is peer learning. The te- faculties don't teach you softwares. They don't teach you the trends of what's happening. They train you on the fundamental aspects of design which is creativity, comprehension, uh, ideation, explanation, communication, right? Uh, so the execution part, you're figuring it out by yourself, same way, same blogs, same tutorials, same websites is read and open in the design school and the self taught designer. The only thing is it's given to you in a very structured format. What NID kind of made me do was it made me unlearn a lot, which kind of makes you lose a lot of inhibitions, lose a lot of preconceived notion about solutioning and really think, take a step back. Uh, One of the things that I want to tell when someone wants to apply for design school is one, have a look at, go to the website of the school, look at their previous batch output, take three batch to average it out. Look at their portfolios, go, like create a Google sheet, write all the names of the graduates. Copy paste all their portfolio links next column, go through all their portfolios work, figure out which ones you can actually do right now, which you can learn, reach out to them, ask them to like, you know, and the work is pretty explanatory. So like, figure it out. Like, can you do that, right? It's a lot of free engineering kind of thing. You fit, see a final output, you kind of understand what was the thought process behind it. And if you are really interested in learning how it was done, go for it. If you think you can do it, then no, don't go for it. The process of design school, the kind of mentoring, the kind of validation, or you know, it's not so like a comfortable place where whatever you do gets accepted. Mm-hmm. It's it's given to you that kind of liberty to do execute that creativity to the justice of the problem. And it's made sure it's not about you. It's about the user that you're solving. Mm-hmm. So we have, you know, uh, reviews where we kind of go and have one-on-one discussion with the faculties. We talk to our seniors. They kind of tell, you know what, this is not going to scale. This idea will break. So you are kind of exploring your idea and you start realizing how limited it is and where it breaks and where it doesn't break. And you go through it. And you... They have a jury in the final where an external guide, external guide comes in who's like a proper industry designer who kind of comments on this, what is not, what is possible. But the idea is that it gives you that kind of space to pitch, ideate, innovate, convince, mm. communicate, and pitch your ideas. Mm. Stand, stand your ground on this idea, which helps a lot for design school graduates to convey their work. Where I feel self-taught designers find it difficult because they've not been able to do or they've not got an opportunity
0: or a place yeah. to go on. Get through that phase, yeah. yeah. The, the, to explore creativity in a safe ground and all. Yeah.
1: yeah. And that comes with a cost, right? You're not earning for that long. Yeah. Oh. So that comes with a cost. But if you're able to create that kind of environment for you that is one. Hmm. Second, the group of people that you learn with. There hmm. would be a really great self-taught designer in one company. He might not really meet or know the other guy who can actually inspire him or push his limits so the meeting is a problem that's why that's where podcasts like this or design meetups come into play where you actually meet and discuss your work which should happen more uh, collaboratively and proactively in India right now then Mm -hmm. you know how to grow
0: yeah, I agree that uh, in design school there's a lot of exploratory work that has been uh, that is being done. Right, you get a safe space to play around, play with ideas without any constraints. But the problem is, you know, in real world there are a lot of constraints. I mean, people are the f- people are at first uh, a very big constraint. Let alone anything, then technology comes into it, and then you know there are very- and then cultural factors also. If we think of social design and all, uh, so I mean, uh, w- what are the problems faced by us? Uh, person from a design school when they joined their first company? I mean, what are the problems that you faced? For me, it was, it took me some time to understand different icon sizes or
1: artboard sizes or font uh, typography, which is in the app or how does the structure of flow looks like? How do the PRDs work? And these are the things that you're not kind of learned, right? So there is a bit of friction in the beginning, but it's not a challenge. Things that I... I want to learn and I'm learning from self thought designers. Is they're very hard working, right? They they, because they're very hardworking in terms of execution. They try out a lot of variations, they try out a lot of work out. Whereas uh, design school kind of for me, I wouldn't directly jump into screens. Hmm. I would do a lot of first I would go with the fundamentals. It sounds like why is he doing back process? Why is he reinventing the wheel? But I do that a lot because I've always seen that works in my work. Uh, so I might end up designing less screens, but mm-hmm. I would say a lot of consider, a lot of factors have been considered in that design. So yeah. even if someone says, "What about this use case?", I would have thought about it. Oh, you know what? I've thought about it. This is a screen solution. Mm-hmm. What happens with self thought designers, which is the the unfortunate lack of kind of a space to explore problems like this? you kind of directly jump into a solutioning. And you might do a lot of work, but you can actually make it more efficient, which happens in iteration, but you take in a lot of factors consideration if you're go much uh, slower. So that is in a way, a design school graduate should learn how to execute faster, how to work with the team faster, how, how the as I said, the icon, the font, the colors, and how that actually works in devices and the experiences of this loading or not loading, how much time this file size is going to take. Aspects like this, this should person should love. Self-work design, designer should learn. It's very difficult to have a conversation. You can't just go to someone like, oh, teach me design.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: From where? The yeah, best yeah. way to do that is um, pick up a project that the design school graduate has worked on.
0: Yeah.
1: Ask them to walk you through that project the approach through that project okay. and when they explain to you like how they explain to their college units mm. and faculties and this you can ask questions oh why this yeah. why this so you kind of go back and back and back yeah. which might kind of open up what they actually learned in schools
0: mm.
1: this is how it should be a balanced uh, learning on both sides
0: mm, got it so 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 a self taught designer can learn uh, the thought process and a design graduate can learn how to work fast iterate fast use tools and stuff like that when I was looking at the fee fee structures of uh, NIDs and uh, you know I, IDCs, uh, the fees is pretty high. I mean, it goes somewhere around eight lakhs to like eleven lakhs for two years. If you do a master's, if in bachelor's it's even greater, right? So, uh, what what would you say to someone who who's gonna put an argument is like you know the only thing that you will learn in a design school is you know, uh, I I can also learn that outside. So the expectation from the students should be clear. Either you're going to get a salary
1: or something which you're going to pay the loan off. Or you're just hungry for knowledge and you want like you're financially like, you know, or, or dependent or reliable enough to kind of take this a chance. I was not. Mm. I applied for loans. I applied for scholarships. I My dad didn't even think it was a real college. Like it was very difficult okay. to convince him <laughs> this is a real college. And we went to State Bank of India in my hometown, they said this is a fake college. We are not going to give the loan. Yeah, like, really? Sir, yeah, sir, SBA ka logo NID. Ne I was like, no, I I've never seen this college. This much yeah. loan is very difficult. To give. So, uh, the real, pro- I can actually talk about the real factors of the money, right? It was uh-huh. difficult. It yeah. did cost that much. Uh, you have to like apply scholarships or you have to take loans. And... Uh, the placements are not so sure, sure, short, short. Okay. Like people have this mm-hmm. preconceived okay. notion. Everyone goes to design schools get placed No, Like a no. lot of my friends did not go get through the placements. They have to apply outside there to interview. The only thing which comes to kind of rescue is the clan, like a family of your alumni who you know, they will like, you know, kind of introduce you or refer you. That's how the placement much works in a simpler way. But mm-hmm. college placements peto, it's very different scene only. Hmm. So in that way, if you only talk of UX in the interaction design, it is a personal choice you have to take. If you have that kind of financial uh, ability to pay and not earn for that long, good. But at the end of the day, it comes to your portfolio. No one's going to like promise your job number of seats. Yes. It should be increased with considering the quality of the output. You can't yeah. just have, everyone certified as a designer and overall the quality comes down and you know then it'll just ruin the whole idea of who's a designer and that's why mm. i think that might be one reason why this premier institutes keeps very less seats to keep the quality intact
0: coming back to the last two questions of the podcast uh, i mean what's the most underrated thing and the most overrated thing about design
1: i think the most underrated thing which is like a sad reality is um, the demand in ux And how talents who are really, really like brilliant in their own fields of furniture design, textile design, Mm -hmm. leather, NFTs, product designs, Mm -hmm. graphic design, communication design, automobile design, NID has so many branches, right? So when people talk of design school graduates, they only think of UX, like even in the placement scene in NID is so difficult sometimes. There are not that many companies who hire for this many different branches. Like every major company is a tech company. So what happens in that uh, environment also? These designers are forced, you know, indirectly. They are they don't have any other option sometimes to get a job. Sometimes they they also keep one to app portfolio pieces as backup. The underrated thing is these designers are not appreciated enough in the India and we are taking too much, too much footage in the design industry. Even this is impacting new students who are coming into design fields, even though they could explore other aspects, other courses, they don't have an option now. Mm -hmm. So as someone who is taking a bigger piece of the pie, we should really establish and we should really acknowledge and spread awareness about the rest of the design industry in India. And we should make sure that how can we connect to the right people to the right job and create that awareness. Yeah. Not everyone doesn't, Everyone has to be a UI designer. Mm-hmm. That's the underrated thing right now. Those are the underrated designers in India right now. Mm-hmm. So overrated thing is something that I have given it a thought. Uh, is There is so much instant gratifications that designers get. Make You get an idea. Oh, what mm-hmm. if there was an app? Oh, what if there was a feature Oh, what if there was a redesign? Bana open sketch design, copy, paste some dribble images, put them side of the artboard, start like working on different versions, export them, write like a block piece on how you redesigned everything. There is so much instant gratification, which is kind of making us feel very like achieved and accomplished in our lives. Because you have no metrics to answer. This is how. This is why the other side of the industry looks at designers as someone who just like does, who's not really adds a lot of value and like yeah. talks and like listens a lot, right? You're just giving a very wrong idea of designers to the world. When they go look yeah. at this, is happens, okay? Like when I show my work to someone, they're like, "This is not good. What do you mean good? Like look at dribble, dude. There's so much good. Like I can't compete with that guy. That guy's not working yeah. under like realistic constraints. A guy yeah. who's not really good at visuals." Is being compared to those guys. Yeah, it, it's a very mismatch of expectations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I'm not blaming Dribble. Like Dribble is the most inspirational website that yeah, you can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like if you're frustrated with your work, you have to go to Dribble. It could be like a, a inter uh, kind of group thing, but that gives you a lot of yeah. motivation and inspiration.
0: Yeah, it can give you enlightenment to ideas that you have never even you know thought about uh so the last question what do you think is the future of design in india
1: as indian designers we should start looking deeper reading between the lines and create content which is very contextual find the unique interconnections of things in india as design and write about it create our own content of Indian design, which can help a lot. There is this really interesting uh, parallel that I learned. There is this Instagram account called character biopsies where they take okay. a character from, from a film and they explain how, what this character actually purpose was, what did this character do, like Mohan from Suarez. When you're able to connect your Indian personas to a level of film heroes or film actors, mm-hmm. right? Like, and gathering work from around you, and connecting those work towards you and like if you're able to bring that kind of indianness in your work that becomes a really interesting uh, work for the west also to look at hmm. because there is so much jugad that indian uses to it's so difficult to design for indian users they are so yeah. jugadu so yeah. understanding indian users is very complicated so yeah. we have a lot to play with but we are playing we are working in metrics and lenses which is g- given by west you're not really going into the depths of Indian users, right? Mm-hmm. So being a designer in India is where you ethically, morally, culturally, contextually fight for your users, which is so exciting. Yeah. So that's the future of digital design and and that's something that designers should really own up to and we are doing it but there is a lot to do. That's why it makes it very exciting to work. in India.
0: Okay, gosh, uh, it was a great episode.
1: Uh, thanks a lot for this. I hope uh the same and if anyone wants to like have more inquiries on this questions on this do feel free to reach out to me ping me on linkedin just
0: when you send a request just write something okay nice talking to you man goodbye thank you for listening to this episode of elements of design links to everything mentioned in the episode will be available in the show notes below to listen to our previous episode search for elements of design in your favorite podcast app and make sure you hit subscribe. If you like the episode or the podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or any podcast app that you are listening to. It will help the show gets discovered, and it would mean a world to me. If you have any feedback, suggestion, or if you just want to say hi, please reach out to me on Instagram at UX and more. That's UX and more, one word. And with that, I'll take a leave. Hope to see you in the next episode. And remember, work hard and be nice to people. Cengui.